This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Obviously tried everything. Oh, we put Jeffy boy. on the show I to get right? you to leave, and you're still right? here. Yeah, it's okay. Triple eight seven two seven back. Welcome, and we are we are uh, happy and blessed that you're here. Uh, Trump supporters, um, we we just we played this on. Uh, is this the one we played yesterday? Oh uh, yeah, the radio. Yeah, but I haven't seen I the video yet. Have you? I haven't actually witnessed the uh, the crowd itself, so this might be kind of fun. Uh, I, I'm trying to think who did the who did the bit. Was it? Conan. Conan, okay, right. Because it was the Triumph the Insult comic dog yeah. uh, kind of thing. Uh, well, Trump's, I, I, is it, was it on Conan or was it? Because I think he has his own show, He as if it's a The Insult person. Dog does? The Insult Dog on Hulu, just stuff on Hulu. So I don't know oh. if it was actually part of the Conan thing, but that's where he came oh, from. Okay, right. Conan. Right. So this wasn't a Conan bit. I don't think so. I mean, I know he's been doing stuff for the election for Hulu specifically. I don't think it's related to Conan, okay. but they might be still in the same company. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Jeffy? Jeffy, I, it's a TV I, show, so Jeffy's watched it. <laughs> I am aware of the Hulu show, yes. Okay. I do not know if this particular bit was a part of that or Conan. Got it. Okay. Uh, here, Well, let's just watch some of it. We've got a few different segments here. It was, it was a good, like, 15-minute segment. And we'll tell you, if you missed yesterday's radio show, some interesting parts about this as we watch it. Uh, but uh, let's, let's check out part one. Yeah, my name is Brian Gogart. I live here in Strawnsville, Ohio. I've known, I've liked Trump personally. I'm not personally, but I just know, I just like him. And it's time that we have a change, and I think he's the one to bring that about. Okay. Like, I, I like everything what he says. I mean, I give him a tip. I like every, everything he does, everybody, what we want to hear, you know? Uh-huh. He's real. He speaks what's on his mind, and he's not a politician. He disagrees with the you know, Sometimes he may need a filter a little bit, but... For the most part, he's yeah, and notice he's a good the guy. logo he's not in the politics, corner. That's that's what what I, like. I like Trump because I think he has a plan, and I like that. So, he has a what's his plan? What is it? So, what we're going to do here and spend most of the time is I'm going to show you some concepts for some campaign ads, okay? And what we're intending to do is to get your thoughts and feedback so that we know is it a good idea? Is, is he the crime dog? We can or make better. Is there a way that, that, you know, is that, him? that we can have the people that really care tell us what they think, okay? So. So that's the setup for the bit. Uh, they're going to show Wait, some ads here, here. Uh, in just a second. Now, I, it's interesting to mm. see the just the unvarnished mm. opinions from these people because, first of all, you can't, you cannot, it's not physically possible. And I don't mean this, like, a lot of times we'll say, well, I agree with this and, and another person doesn't. 
That's not one of these moments. I'm going to state something that is absolute fact. You cannot agree with Donald Trump on 100% of issues because Donald Trump doesn't agree with Donald Trump's on 100% of the issues. He's taken other sides of the same issues, so you can't agree with them both times. So you can't agree with and Donald Trump on 100%. But, but what you're saying there is only true in every single issue. Right. So you do, it is problematic for you there because yeah, that's true. he has, he has, contra- on literally, I do believe it's literal, every issue. I don't think he's, well... Has he ever? I mean, maybe he's changed on. Maybe he hasn't changed on trade, but I can't think of a single. Well, he hasn't changed on universal health care. Yeah. Uh, he wanted it then, uh, and he wants it now. So maybe it's not every. Maybe yeah, it's, that's true. It's I, I, the le- the left-leaning things issue. he has not changed on everything. Right. Um, the right-leaning things he absolutely has, and, and stuff like trade, he'll still even throw out things like, "Like I like free trade, but you know, I don't know if that counts as." I'm a free trade guy. He he'll claim yeah, to be he'll the say that. biggest free trade guy He's out not. there. So yes, but I want tariffs. Well, wait, what? Right. So well, he is. Not, I mean, look, he, he opposes. That's every- like I love low taxes. I I'm the lowest tax guy. I want zero taxes, but we've got to raise taxes. What? Wait, what? Uh, that's what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's ludicrous. It's the opposite. Yes. So that, I mean, just at its, uh, at its source right there is um, uh, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that I think a lot of people believe. I, I, and it, I think it has more to do with personal like. You know, if you like somebody and you're just like, I, I like the guy, I agree with him. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nobody on earth that I agree with 100% of the time. Uh, you know, so I, I, no one expects 100 percent. But I mean, if you, you want to vote nice for somebody who agrees with you 100 percent of the time, Stu, you got to run for office yourself. That's how that works. But even I, I mean, Donald Trump can't say that, though, because he disagrees with himself <laughs> all the time. Right. All right. Here's part two. And I, I want to <laughs> point out particularly the woman who's wearing glasses and an in, in Cleveland Indian shirt. Um, that is the woman whose um, son-in-law called in on the show after this segment to give us some behind-the-scenes, which was really interesting. Let's watch a little bit more. I'm a big fan of women, and they're big fans of me. But some want to vote for Crooked Hillary just because she's a woman. But is she? She says she's a woman. And I want to take her at her word. But have we seen her whatever? I mean, a lot of people look at her photos and have I mean, why doesn't she just say, I'm not a man? What's so wrong with saying, I'm not a man? Look, I'm okay with a female president and blood everywhere and all of that. Let's be honest I mean, basically, we already had a female president, Barack Obama. And that's probably why he released the birth certificate. And it's not a deal if Obama is a woman and Hillary is a man. But we should know. Two legitimate points. So, I would think about that. That's that's Trump counterpunching, right? I like it. Right on. I think the public would enjoy it. I'd rather hear stuff like that than you know little foo-foo taglines that don't make sense. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Maybe it hits him. He's gonna hit back. Yeah. Yeah, Correct. Wow. Interesting. I mean, the, the spots are the fake spots are pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I, I would say. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, you know, their reactions are a little bit disturbing. I will say, um, interesting thing I wanted to point out on this uh, on this particular spot, which was at one point they say, "Yeah, he's a man, he's a woman," and then he says there's something about the birth certificate in there as they're kind of laughing. And it struck me as really interesting because I had forgotten about this. Obviously, Trump was the main guy perpetrating uh, and forwarding. 
the uh, birther conspiracy theory. He was the central figure in that movement. The guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Breitbart is running his campaign, the CEO of Breitbart. I wanted to take you back to one specific moment in Breitbart history briefly. Here it is, a quote. This is a quote from Breitbart.com. Quote, Andrew Breitbart was never a birther. And Breitbart News is a site that has never advocated the narrative of birtherism. That is, so if you think about it in a weird way, Breitbart is actually more restrained than Donald Trump, the actual candidate. If that doesn't blow your mind as of how ridiculous this election has become, they were taking strong stands against birthers and are now backing. And again, as they mentioned, their founder's wishes, one of his last stands that he took on this earth. Again, a guy that I, I was not a huge fan of, but fully agree with him on this point. Andrew Breitbart, um, that he that Barack Obama, as the, the piece goes on to say, Barack Obama was born in Hawaii and whatever the birth date was, 1961. Um that site has been so destroyed by the people running it that now the guy running it has taken a leave of absence to go run the campaign for the number one voice of birtherism. It's hard to believe. It really, I mean, look, I don't, I was not a fan of Andrew Breitbart and everyone says, oh, he's spinning in his grave. How is he not? Yes. I mean, it's one of the last stands he took on earth was to fight birtherism, and now they're supporting the guy. They turned the site into a propaganda piece for him and have now taken the guy running the site and put him in charge of the campaign for the number one birther in America. One of the other things is Andrew Breitbart himself clearly spelled out in an interview he was doing on TV. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump, this was when he was going to run in, I think, 2012. Donald Trump is not a conservative. Donald Trump is not... A conservative. And again, he was, you know, Breitbart specifically calls out Trump uh, in that in that interview. And in the larger interview, if I'm not mistaken, says he would support Romney. So he wasn't a guy Mm -hmm. who was like, I'm never voting for anyone who's impure. He said he didn't like Romney, didn't think he was conservative enough, but would still was still calling out Trump in the same interview. Yes. Um, And again, I don't look to me. I don't really care what Andrew Breitbart thought about this stuff. I mean, I. You know, from a perspective right. of me, I like he wasn't an influence on me per se. But I mean, a guy who the, the site he should be. I mean, they, can you imagine if Glenn passed away uh, and we were just like, all right, now we're for liberalism. Mm-hmm. Now we're for uh, we're now we're progressives. Uh, now we're fighting for everything. Now we're we're out there trashing Ted Cruz every day and saying how he doesn't. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, it's like so. It's so just distasteful. But again, that's what they do for a living. Right. right. Well, Dana uh, actually worked with Bannon yeah. for a year. And her comment yesterday, uh, it, the quote was, uh, one of the worst people on God's green earth. Wow. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, it's almost universal with people who've worked with this guy. I mean, really? Ben Shapiro said the same thing yesterday. Um, and it's not just all like never Trump people. Um, uh, a lot of people, obviously, who left. I mean, I don't think anyone who's in that world now. Um, would uh, would dare would right. dare um, uh, say it because you obviously would lose right. your job immediately. Which is what I mean. When Michelle Fields, all she did was get assaulted 
Yeah. I mean, again, you might not think it's a, a full-fledged assault there, but, I mean, the police did charge him. They let him off, <clears throat> so fine. But, again, forget the assault part of it. Remember the part where he blatantly lied about her and their, and their interaction, where he said uh, she was delusional for saying uh, that she was touched. Secondarily, remember that Breitbart, the site she worked for, tried to explain it away. They, I mean, mm-hmm. think about your employer if they did that to you. Think about that. I mean, it's just like just from outside of the politics, they are maniacally dedicated to this man as if he is literally God. That is their level of dedication to Donald Trump. Yeah. And that is never a good thing. I, I, you know, never, never a good thing f- to have that sort of faith in a human being. It never works out well. Um, let's go on with a little bit more of this, though. This is uh, talking about a Mexican uh, and the, the, the Mexican-American relationship. We'll leave it at that. Okay, this next one is a variation on that last ad. We love Mexican housekeepers. The vast majority of them clean our homes, comfort our elderly, and raise our children. But the illegals, I'm sorry, they got to go. Here's the plan. We will strategically place houses that need cleaning in cities Mexicans work in. We hire these illegal housekeepers, and while they're busy cleaning, the house is locked from the outside. tough because they are sort of laughing through it and I, I think it seems like glenn's analysis of this is accurate in that they they kind of reveal like they seem to laugh about it and then they cut they keep pushing and get them to make serious reactions and use those like right. when they come out of it they're kind of like yeah i mean i guess and then later on they're like well i guess uh, yes it would be better than the porta potties because of they'd be able to get an asset out of the situation like it seems like they're they're pu- again, they're pushing them down that road. But, I mean, it's comedy. Mm-hmm. And this, this sort of stuff does happen. I want mm-hmm. one, one other quick point in there, Pat, is in the bit in which they're trying to make Donald Trump look horrible, they have Donald Trump say the vast majority of Hispanics are good people, they help our elderly, they clean our homes. That is actually the reverse of what he said in his announcement speech, where he said he assumes some are good people. Yeah. That, well, he never has said the vast majority, at least he didn't in that speech. His famous speech was, I assume some are probably good people, but a lot of them are rapists. Uh, so, again, that is not because Donald Trump is um, uh, necessarily believes uh, that uh, every Hispanic is a rapist. Obviously, I don't think he does. He's just a terrible candidate. <laughs> he speaks. He actually c- communicates things in a less effective way than the parody of him by Hulu. <laughs> Which is quite a statement. Uh, last one, final thoughts here on the uh, Trump uh, ad. So listen up here, guys. This was great. Very Appreciate cool. it. We're really sorry that we ran over and all that. But 
Um, we wanted to give you one last chance. If anyone was interested in, in recording some testimonials, we're interested in getting um, you on camera for doing that. How about you, Donna? Mm, interested? Yeah, why not? All right. Donald Trump's plan to lock Mexicans in porta potties sounds like solid, fresh thinking to me. <laughs> if Hillary Clinton can't tell us the truth about Benghazi, why should we expect her to tell the truth about her genitals? Dangerous times. When we spot a potential terrorist, every second counts. I like Mr. Trump's idea for shortening 911 to 9. If Zika virus on the march, I like Mr. Trump's idea of building a wall thick enough so people can't break through and tall enough so mosquitoes can't fly over. I agree with Donald Trump. The only way this to compete the with the Chinese is to lower their IQ by injecting their water with various paints and solvents. <laughs> Now, they told, according to that woman, the last woman's son-in-law, uh, who called into the radio show, they told her that was a comedy bit. Right. Um, so she read that knowing it was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be a comedy bit played at the uh, convention. So she didn't believe that or anything like that. I but will they, also say that it's pretty clear that they didn't go out and gather uh, MIT graduates mm -hmm. for this particular segment. No. Right? I mean, these are not exactly rocket scientists to begin with. I mean, they, they didn't go as low as Jeffy, but they, were, they no. went pretty low. But, but some of them are. You know, I mean, uh, these are not elite Donald Trump supporters, <laughs> are they? Uh, I, and they exist <laughs> where, Pat? Where? Hmm? Where do you find them? I mean, they're putting Katrina Pearson on TV as their, oh, as their actual representative. That's, I know. Where do you find those people? I don't know. I honestly... I don't know I where don't you know. find people who are... I don't know. Who, I, I don't mean, know if there is an elite uh, Donald Trump I mean, supporter. Brad Thor, who's one of the frankly. best uh, you know, uh, speakers... Uh, he's, we always say he's such a great guest because he comes on and he's, he speaks clearly. Uh, he speaks... Uh, with confidence, he knows the the, the topics very well. Mm -hmm. He doesn't over talk it. Even you listen to Brad Thor the last couple of days, and I love him to death. But I mean, he's even he's struggling to to, to make sense of his own argument. It's really one. true. It's I, really uh, true. It's tough. It's tough. All right, uh, my Patriot Supply wants to make it easy for you to get prepared in your life, to prepare yourself, to prepare your family. And to get an emergency food supply for you and you, your family. You never That's know when the government's going to try to lower your IQ by uh, injecting various paints and solvents in the food supply. <laughs> you should have food uh, on hand. Be prepared for something like that. Uh, My Patriot Supply will do it for you for only $99. Uh, that's going to get you four weeks of food. It's going to last uh, up to 25 years. So you're not going to have to worry about you know, changing it out or uh, what was the thing you used to do, Pat, when you had uh, the, your food storage before my Patriot supply, mm -hmm. you'd have to, you have to eat it. You have to kind of eat your way through it and refresh it all the time because it's going to, you know, go bad. Yeah. You rotate. Yeah. Rotate the food storage. Don't have to worry about that now. No, it's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Plus it takes up less space. So go to prepare with the blaze.com or give them a call at 888-411-5290, triple eight. 411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.
727 back. It's Pat and Stu. Egypt has finally shown us the way. This is the way we finally get rid of Jeffy. Wait, what? They've finally done it. They've set the example here. We've been looking for the way. Here it is. Egypt just suspended eight female TV anchors. I'm not a female, so I'm good. For being overweight. That is outrageous. For being overweight. That can't happen here in America. <laughs> well, yes, it can. Yes, it can. Really? Um, isn't that interesting? That is kind of interesting. Most Egypt- Egyptian uh, journalists have had to watch their tongues and tone down their reporting over the past three years because of the military-dominated government now. But now the state is ordering some women uh, working as TV anchors to practice similar restraint with their weight. Earlier this week, Safa Hagazi, director of state-run Egyptian radio and TV, barred eight anchor women from appearing on the air for a month, saying they're overweight. Uh, and they're not, they're not coming back on the air until they lose the weight they need to. Uh, that's amazing. Khadija Katab, who is one of the eight anchor women, said she had not been formally notified of the order, but added that she was recently told that measures will be taken against those who fail to lose weight by mid-September. Uh, she said she was offended. The coverage of her or- ordeal included words like fat and similar terms. She called unfair and insulting. It's interesting because it's different than the United States where they'll pull the female anchor off the air and not tell them. Right. Uh, yeah. In right. Egypt, yeah. they seemingly are much more honest about it. Yeah. Uh, um, right. Uh, by the way, uh, even fat guys uh, get pulled off the air. Now, look, the blaze is different. We obviously don't care at all about what people look like on m- many of the shows. Um, that's mm-hmm. uh, why I was talking that whole time. And you had Jeffy on the screen. The it's interesting. And, and and there's a guy who's obviously it says right there athletically overweight. I mean, that's a different thing, right? We know that for a fact. <laughs> Do it. We Do it. yes. Do it. Um, I, I kind of like this because uh, Katab said she was offended. She also said the pictures of her had been circulating and mocked on the internet. And social media sites were old, and she'd lost weight since then. She said, "I believe in I'm an ordinary Egyptian woman who looks normal, and I don't wear too much makeup." And she challenged people to contradict her. And they did. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> yes, they the internet did. sucks, man. It Never sucks. challenge people to contradict you on the internet. I man. know. I, oh I mean, gosh. people who would, would call someone who's overweight fat and right. names. That's just, that's just not, wrong. That's not right. It's that's not wrong. right. It's wrong. It's not right. What do you think, Fatty? <laughs> that's all. Speak up. This is the Wait, time. What's your opinion? Are on you this, too uh, stupid to speak up now, Fatty? I guess so. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Yes, I am. <laughs> That's interesting. It's just, that was just, not your average rocket scientist, like the video of uh, right. Snoop Nobody's Dog. ever accused you of having graduated from MIT. No one. New, no. new. No, nobody's ever accused you of having known about MIT. It's a myth you catch a ball with. Everybody knows that. <laughs> that's right. Good, good yeah. job, Jeffy. That's good. Eh, it surprised me on that. One. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, that's. Uh, I mean, look. We've had this. This has happened for a long time, even in the United States, where we have this game we all play in which we act as if some people uh, are maybe not attractive to the eye. We all we all play the Lena Dunham game or we all got to sit back and say, no, she looks good. No, 
Oh, of course I would not judge her appearance. Oh, because shut Because that's crazy. Now, look, every, human beings. every person who puts eyeballs on, on the people no. on this show judge how horrible we look. Yes. We're comfortable with it. We get it. It's part of the human uh, well, I don't know condition. That we're comfortable with it, but we well, have to deal with it. We're not, we're not so, comfortable with ourselves, no. but we understand that people watch this show and potentially the radio show as well. In spite, in spite of, of the aesthetics. That's how, good, how we know we're really good. People still tune in, even though we look like this. Um, so, I mean, that, that's very par for the course. And, and not something... I mean, I don't understand why we need to be in denial over that. You know what? Mm-hmm. They, it, everyone knows. We, we have multi-billion dollar apps that are based on the idea that you can swipe one way because someone looks good with one picture and swipe the other way to never see them again. Yeah. And, and I, that is what we are as human beings. It's part, of, it's part of nature. I will also say there is still, you know, as far as we've come, as enlightened as we are as a society, there's still a double standard on television with women. There just is. Men who are older, like uh, anchors, especially on the news, uh, if you're 60, 65, and you're a man, you're distinguished. Mm-hmm. If you're 60 or 65 and you're a woman, you're not on TV. You're just not. Um, you're not an anchor person. I mean, right. maybe there's a local right. affiliate out there that has a 60-year-old well, woman. I've I mean, never seen what's it. What's her face? But, uh, Diane Sawyer. Right. Swear is yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. There's, I mean, and Barbara, 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 Barbara Walters, Walters was a million, but they're not news anchors. And, and they're reporters. Well, they're they're Sawyer was right? commentators. Corrick was for a while, and then she's off Corrick now. Corrick was for a while. Um, I, I, but I mean, she's I, not sixty. No, Corrick. how old is she? How old I don't is, know. Cal, look up Kitty. She's got to be in her fifties, yeah. probably. My my issue though is, um, and I think you're you're right. You're right. Uh, I think the way people would look at that. Would be to say we're unfair to women. Yeah. Um, where I don't think that's actually the case. In that the 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 TV stations are making decisions based on what their viewers want. If what their mm-hmm. viewers wanted it, it was older women, they would give them older women. It's not. They yeah. don't care. Oh yeah. They just. Right. It just it, when it's a double standard. It's not the TV station saying, "Well, we only like distinguished men, and we don't." Like, they don't give a crap at all. No, it's, it's the society. It's, it's the audience. It's us. It's it it's, is it's just like we can't blame anybody. Yeah. We can't blame Donald Trump or the media or for Donald Trump's rise. It's the voters. Right. All the things. Yes, the media gave him three billion dollars of free advertising. It's up to the voters to decipher what. The the hell's going on there and still make the right decision yeah so uh i don't care if you got a trillion dollars in free yeah. ads we should have been able to see through it and again that's why i argue for citizens united uh you know people should be able to spend their own money to influence politics if the voters can't see through it that's their fault not yeah. not the person with a lot of money um so when it comes down to uh what we see as attractive it's the same thing it's not just men i think men obviously have a more visual um, uh, brain, t- generally speaking, and, and they will... Are you saying there's differences? Yeah, I am. Yeah, very Wait, specifically. No, no, but you're not uh, saying there's physiological differences yeah, I am, between I am saying women, that. I'm saying men like things that are Tell different Tell me you're, than not, women. you're not out on that limb. I am on that limb. Oh, my God. Um, and I think that... So men, generally wow. speaking, uh, want to <laughs> you know care more yeah. about, about whether women are attractive. Um, and then I think also, I don't know if you noticed this, who's buying most of the magazines with women... Um, a uh, in bikinis on the beach because they're celebrities and look what they look like, and then the other women on are? the same front, the ones that have fat asses and don't look so great. Uh-huh. Uh, those are all women's magazines. <laughs> uh, they're not men's magazines. So I mean, there's something about 
our society, mm-hmm. people in general. I don't know if it's nature. I don't know if it's what it is. But it's not like the TV stations are like, I will never put on a, wo- a woman on the screen that's older. They don't care. They'll put anybody on the screen if you'll watch them. What, oh, they, yeah. see, what they say is, yeah. and they see in, in the data over and over again, uh, that, you know, you're right. The people... All of us generally see older men as distinguished and see older women as old. It's not mm-hmm. it's not fair to older women. It's not fair. Um, it just is. In media, but I mean, it's but just I, the case. I don't know how you overcome it. It, it is what it is, right? But it's the it's same thing with well, human I, nature. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, we do get down those roads a little bit. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's also the part of like women tend to care less about attractive people when it comes to uh, the opposite sex. I mean, look, Jeffy's married. Jeffy's married. Mm. He's a married man. Mm-hmm. Twice. Two. That is one. Two women have said yes to him. I mean, no. look at that. Well, you're assuming I just, I asked. I, well, yeah, I, I did assume that. Is a shotgun involved in this? So, I mean, I, I think I agree with your point because mm-hmm. you're right. Uh, there is a double standard, and in this, we've seen this in movies and such too, where oh, yeah. you know, uh, sure, where, where women don't get yeah. as many big Look leading at all roles. The, all it's the always the biggest, the worst offender when it comes to sex. Robert De Niro has another starring role. I mean, the guy is what seventy <laughs> three or something, still there getting role after role after role in Hollywood, and the seventy three year old women aren't. I mean, as a rule, every once in a while they'll find something for him. Okay, well, you can praise, praise somebody's grandma, yeah. Meryl, Meryl, yeah, Streep. Meryl Streep. Well, and it could be just the fact yeah. that Meryl Streep eats all the roles. I mean, she just takes them all. Yeah, she uh, does. and there's no there's no oxygen. Well, left. she does that because she's just so darn good. No, she's not. She's terrible. She's the greatest actress of all time. Um, no, she's not. According to many some. have said that. Many have said that. Those people are all wrong. <laughs> all of them. more Patton Stewart coming up. I agree with that. Katie Kirk is fifth. Oh wow! But again, I guess Older to your point, I, she doesn't. She's no longer doing the right. TV thing. So right, or at least the uh, at least that was a regular yeah. one. Yeah. Hi, it's Pat and Stu. Yeah, it's us. We do the show here. Which one? Which one do we do? Oh, that one. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, State Department spokesman. I love State Department spokespeople because they're always... Always so good. Honest. uh, Upright. Authoritative. uh, And uh, filled with integrity. Uh, And... uh, State Department spokesman Mark Toner said yesterday uh, he was talking about some of the uh, Guantanamo Bay detainees who are being released. Um, and here's what he had to say. I was wondering if you can guarantee the American people that the 15 detainees released this week won't go right back out into the battlefield to fight against and target Americans. And if not, why continue to release them? Well, uh, good question. Um, is it? I think that uh, it is. two. Uh, we've talked about this before, but um, what's important is that any time, so as we uh, scale down the answer. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Gitmo and hopefully one day uh, mm-hmm. close it, uh, close it all together, mm-hmm. uh, the detainees have been vetted 
uh, through what is a very rigorous process, um, and I can assure you that it's a very rigorous process, uh, looked at all of the, uh, okay. you know, uh, whether they would return to the battlefield. Uh, recidivist, uh, recidivism, I guess, is, is the terminology used. Um, recidivism. Is it 100% foolproof? Have there the been no guy. cases or zero cases of this happening? Well, no. Uh, there have been cases of it, but very few. Many. Um, very you know, few. I don't know the percentage Shut in front up. of me, but it's uh, it's incredibly small. It's like a quarter, right? It's about 30, 25 to 30%. That's not very few. That's not very few. Now, okay, the original question, though, is somewhat suspect, because, of course, you can't guarantee that no one will do that. You can't. No. There's no possible way to guarantee it. But his second question, I guess, was really where his point was going. If you can't guarantee it, why are you releasing them? Right? Yeah. And I mean, you could obviously make that point with any criminal. You can't ever guarantee guarantee it. But the recidivism rate is high. Um, I consider it to be high. I mean, when you're talking about, I mean, if it's 1% or 0.5%, that's very That's one thing I understand. Like, you, you know, in this particular. Particular circumstance, I don't know that you even risk that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think the only reason to release someone who you've you've uh, captured because they were waging war against the United States is because you incorrectly captured them for waging war against the United States. Yeah. If you've captured them and they were trying to blow up a bunch of uh, people, um, our soldiers, um, our citizens, our civilians, uh, is there a reason? In this circumstance, to release them, I don't think the even if you think you're like I'm 99.9 percent sure they're going to be fine, I still wouldn't release them. Um, there, you can make an argument, I think, to release them to another country's eternal mm-hmm. prison. Mm-hmm. I think you can make an argument to return them to another situation where they're going to be uh, in captivity forever. Um, but I don't think you can make a re- uh, make an argument like, oh, well, we'll just we'll let them go. We'll see what happens. We're pretty sure they're okay. You, you, you could do a military tribunal. Yep. And, and if they're innocent, and if they're course. innocent, then you set them free. Right. Okay. They're found innocent in a, in a military court, then, the, the, you know, they send them all. What we're talking about is, a, you know, a multi, probably hundreds of attempted murder uh, accusations against them. This is not yeah. like we just came up with, well, we think they're bad, uh, and therefore we're going to keep them here forever. Um, you know, obviously these people, in theory, were captured because they they were actively uh, attempting or planning terrorist attacks against the United States. By the uh-huh. way, again, it's not our rules here. It's not an innocent until proven guilty thing per se. But it, there is um, um, a, uh, a, 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 way, a situation where we look at this and say, what is the risk? The risk is extraordinarily high. This is not someone who was cutting bad checks and you let them out into society and say, well, if they cut bad checks again, we're going to make sure we bring them back to jail. Mm-hmm. We're talking about dead people if you're wrong. So you, you try not to risk that. Yeah. Now, in our legal yeah. system in the United States, um, you might keep them in jail forever for the things that we're talking about. Very, very much might keep them in jail forever. If the charges don't go to that level, there is a, uh, an expiration date and they might be released at some point. But they, the people in Guantanamo don't get that. That's not, they don't get those same protections. Mm-hmm. Um, they were captured on a battlefield. And so it is, a, it is a different standard and a standard that we are more able to protect ourselves with than in the United States. Which is why people argued all the time, hey, well, we shouldn't bring them to the United States and let them go into the legal system. Um, there are a lot of things that can happen, as we saw 
with uh, an early case where a crazy left-wing lawyer started defending these terrorists and was leaking notes and messages to the terrorists. Notes that we found in caves in, uh, in the Middle East. Uh, and she went to jail for a long time. And she was just some crazy leftist lawyer who said everyone needs to be defended. Well, she was also leaking um, uh, names of, uh, of, if I remember, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, Pat, if you remember this case, but it was like names of agents, of, of like CIA agents and FBI agents and, uh, you know, secretive type information that, you know, we shouldn't even have, let alone uh, someone uh, in a cave in Afghanistan. Right. Um, so uh, these things do happen, and, and, and that's why you don't want the legal system necessarily to deal with them, unless they're U.S. citizens and it happens here. Well, then, of course, it does. Uh, but when you're in the battlefield and you're trying to blow up a bunch of our soldiers, you don't get those protections. Screw you. That's not the way it works. And it's better than, I guess, being dead, right? We should have killed you on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead, you got captured, and now you're spending time at Gitmo, which is not that bad, not that quite bad. frankly. In I mean, comparison. They- they play soccer, they get, you know, uh, Islamic meals, they get prayer time, they get the rugs, they get the, you know, they, uh, it's, it's, they get ice cream socials on the weekends. They were trying to sue the U.S. government because they wouldn't do more ice cream socials. Remember that story a couple years ago? I mean, so, it, it, it could be worse for these people. Uh, CNN political commentator and columnist Sally Cohn uh, got a little backlash uh, after a, a tweet about Islamic law, Sharia law, the uh, liberal journalist claimed that many peaceful, quote, progressive Muslims, unquote, believe in Sharia law, the legal code that guides members of the Islamic faith. (laughs) Progressive Muslims who believe in Sharia law. I mean, talk about stupid. Is that really a progressive law, Sharia where you slice off somebody's hand for stealing a loaf of bread? That's is that what you consider progressive? Right. It depends on how you decide. Like they're just if you trying to play word your games. wife. Yeah, they're trying to play word games. They're trying to say, well, there's if Sharia does the things that I like, then I like Sharia. Yes. Um, you know, it's it, yeah. it, jihad is a good example of this. Um, kind of. There are many Muslims uh, who believe jihad is just a personal struggle and nothing to do with with terrible war timey things. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, there's a lot that disagree with that uh, sentiment. <laughs> um, and so, if you want to define jihad as a personal struggle, well, I don't think anybody has a problem with it. We all struggle mm-hmm. personally to try to be better people, obviously. Um, but uh, obviously, what we're talking about when we talk about Sharia is not well. Um, you know, surely if you look at Sharia law, you're going to find some things that are okay. If you ignore the things that aren't okay, then you don't have Sharia law anymore. In my argument, her argument, I mean, again, it's Sally Cohn. I don't know that she's actually making a coherent argument, but people who do make that coherent argument are saying, well, look, if you take the good parts of, of Sharia law, if there are some, like, I'm sure, like, for example, Sharia law, you don't commit adultery. Right. Well, that mm-hmm. might be a really good argument. We all might agree you shouldn't commit adultery outside of Jeffy. But, you know, the point, the point is you can't dismiss, you know, all of the really terrible things that happen in some of these regions. Yes, there are a lot of Muslims who don't cut off people's hands when they steal. Yes, I mean, so you know, that's not obviously who we're talking about. We are talking about people uh, who do believe those things. I mean, again, you have entire countries where it's illegal for women to drive. I mean, I... <laughs> it doesn't uh, seem we're the hate mongers. I, I know. I, you know, I don't know how to. I don't, I don't know how to com- communicate amazing. that any clearer. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. In a minute.
Jones. Hello, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Time for another spoons episode because uh, I, I guess there's a new ice cream flavor. Uh, oh my gosh! Look at this. Uh, yep, here's the video. Um, it is uh, from London mm-hmm. uh, Co- Co- Covent Garden. Uh, okay. It's um, and it's Milk Train Cafe. By the way, I saw. Oh my gosh, uh, that's fantastic! Uh, a, Look at that. So that's not even an ice cream flavor. That's but actual ice cream inside of ins- cotton candy. Uh, that is very very cool. Great idea. That's um, very very cool. Very cool. I like that a lot. Uh, it's divine. I'd like to try it. It's pretty messy, so got to yeah. eat this fast. So it's like a, a cotton candy bowl, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of flavors. Looks really good, including hojicha, roasted green tea. That doesn't sound good. That's a big thing, uh, seemingly in Japan. Green tea ice cream. You ever go to a Japanese restaurant? They always have green tea ice cream and mm. red bean ice. Cream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. here's my question, though. Really We're good. watching something about cotton candy ice cream, which mm-hmm. is obviously would be an interesting Spoons episode. So we thought we'd try some uh, cotton candy ice cream. This, what you have is bluebell chocolate ice cream. <laughs> we ordered it without the cotton candy. Yeah. Well, we couldn't find any cotton candy, so we just decided to eat the ice cream. I mean, ice cream was mentioned in the segment, so we thought, well, You seem to just be eating ice cream. I know it seems that way, but we just showed the cotton candy ice cream. Which tied into ice cream. So, so, so is it different tasting in any way, or it's yeah, a, it tastes like it doesn't have cotton candy. Yeah, it does. So you're saying that well, just to make sure you, I understand the science of the segment. You're yeah. saying that the regular ice cream, yeah, that does not have tastes cotton candy, different tastes than different what we than just saw cotton candy ice cream. But that's why we do this, right? It's a science. Uh, it, it's a science adventure experiment. To see if the cotton candy ice cream tastes like cotton candy. This doesn't. But we're, we're four minutes from the end of the hour where mm-hmm. we would have a segment where we could just eat ice cream off the air. And you're. No, but we always uh, eat the, in the spoon segment. The test of, and science is for our viewers and listeners, not just for us. And I will say, the Blue Bell chocolate ice cream is delicious. I don't know about the cotton candy because we couldn't find any. The, the chocolate and the vanilla. Mm. Pretty darn good. Uh, Really good. It, now, it, it, very well could, it very well could be better with cotton candy, but we couldn't find any. By the way, I, that's delicious. By the way, there is a um, a new uh, highly da- uh, thing we need to try. I think it's in Dallas. I'm pretty sure, um, and it's uh, donut ice cream sandwiches. Yes. You hear about this? Yes, I did. And why I, didn't? Why haven't you brought them in yet? You've had them? No, I have not had them. I've heard oh. of them. He asked me, "Have you heard of these?" Yes. Have I had them? No. Okay. In fact, I just talked I to my wife about I honestly thought those were one the same them. with you. I, I thought when you heard of it, you ate it. So that's my fault. It was just an assumption on my own. That's a, a pretty fair assumption. assumption. Okay, That's right. a pretty fair assumption. Okay, good. Um, but I figured that I would just make my own. Yeah, I guess we could just make I mean, But there is a place here that's actually specializing in them with all sorts of crazy uh, uh, concoctions. Mm. I will say that there's also donut grilled cheese that I have had that is Unbelievable! You like, I, know, I heard you say you liked it. I've had the donut burgers before. Hey. Yeah, I will, yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, it's too sweet. Because when you add that, that super sweet with the yeah. savory, I mean, I can I can handle savory and sweet together in certain circumstances, but it's got to be done right by the yes. right kind of chef. And I'm kind of with you on that. Like I, you know, you know, I mean, I don't know if it was their term chef for this donut grilled <laughs> cheese I'm talking about, but I went to this grilled cheese place called Tom and Chi. There's a bunch of them around here. Uh, and they were on Shark Tank, I guess. So that's how people might know them. Uh, and they're growing, a growing chain. And it's a, a, a tomato soup and grilled cheese place. 
is okay. Tom, okay. And Chi. Tom and Chi. Yeah. So uh, they have multiple kinds of grilled cheese. You know, the whole menu mm-hmm. is essentially grilled cheese. Um, and I saw the donut grilled cheese on the menu. And then what they do is they take a glazed donut and they slice it like this. Mm-hmm. Then they take it and flip it outside. So the inside of the donut is facing the grill, right? Okay. And they put the cheese on top. And they do it like a grilled it's cheese on, with like butter. On, the, on top where the icing would be? So the icing is inside with the cheese. Oh, wow. And so the uh, in- innards of the donut are the ones that get buttered and on the grill. So it okay. comes out, I mean, mm. so it's crispy and buttery and then really sweet <laughs> yeah, and then man. cheesy. So, but my thought was, so, well, as I went there. You have tried yeah, it. So as I went there, I walk yeah. into the place, I'm looking at the menu, I see the donut uh, grilled cheese, and I'm like, just for... I'm at the fair, and they got a fried Twinkie. Mm-hmm. I should try it. Mm-hmm. From that perspective, I, I'm like, I've got to get one of those. However, my real meal will be the grilled mac and cheese, which is a grilled cheese with macaroni and cheese inside of it. Okay? okay. I'm thinking, to me, that's the, that's the king of the world, right? Yeah. Uh, reverse it. Like, really? The grilled mac and cheese was fine. It was good because it's freaking grilled mac and cheese, and it was good. Mm-hmm. The donut mac and cheese was among the best things I've ever had in my life. Really? It was so... I don't really? know why, if I had a good day, if I had wow. the perfect sandwich, the perfect donut, whatever it was. That kind of surprises me. I, me too. I was surpri- I was shocked at how much I loved it. And where would you find these places? There are two. One of them is uh, near where Jeffy uh, lives, right? No, I well, I'm thinking of Lee's I don't grilled cheese. Grilled cheese you do. Uh, it's uh, it's in. It is both in Fort. Both of them are out there. Yeah, both There's one there. uh, in. I don't know. Twenty minutes one direction. One twenty minutes the other direction. So it's, okay. there's none like close to here, which is a problem when you're talking about um, mm-hmm. uh, a grilled cheese. It's not going to travel well with no, a thirty minute drive and then true. sitting in the studio until we eat it. So I don't yeah. know if it's a good spoon. Maybe we could talk Tom or Chi to come in and cook and make it here. here. Yeah, I, I like that idea. Or maybe it's a it's a on the road with with spoons. Hello. <laughs> I mean, we already heard. Listen, uh, one of the one uh, one of our subscribers, as a viewer, Mm. thank you for being so generous and willing to sacrifice for spoons. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I just, I'm glad because sometimes we do this Mm -hmm. and we think, do people recognize? Do they appreciate how how much we do for them? Right. Right. You know, all the work we put in. So it's nice to hear that. Yes, uh, at least some do. You're welcome. And they have some ice cream. You haven't eaten yours yet? That's not yours. Yeah, no, I'm just eating yourself a fat ass. I'm not eating for science. Seven two seven bet. It's bad. Still, you're still uh, eating the ice. It's well, it's teeny. Are it is. But I was distracted uh, by uh, meeting in the break. And right now, yeah. let me let me put it this way: obesity is a very uh, big problem, and it affects our health care costs, doesn't it, Pat? It and in that it, uh, it obesity does. and ice cream are tied closely together, and that affects our health uh, health care costs, Pat. It, yeah, it does. But our, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
did you know that uh, uh, insured participation in Obamacare is projected to continue to decline in 2017? That's it, it related to ice cream. I don't really see how, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the difference is you just push right through my logical arguments, and I'm trying to make them. You just eat and just go, yeah, I don't right. know, it's related. Right, yes. That's all. Oh, fact related. Uh, so we'll get to that. But I, I'm fascinated right now by this uh, whole swimmer scandal in Rio. Uh, yeah, I, it is actually pretty fascinating. Yes. I, I don't know quite what to make of it, and I'm afraid that, that these guys have scammed the authorities. Um, <laughs> it's kind of seen that way. I'm, but, yeah, I'm a little nervous about it now. But scammed the authorities by falsely claiming a robbery. Yeah, during the Olympic Games that are being broadcast to a worldwide audience, which has pissed off the Briti- the Brazilian authorities, oh. I'm sure, because they got enough of this going on. They right? have most definitely they got enough. have enough of it going on. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so they want to get to the bottom of it, and they want to they want to expose these guys if they made up the story. And it seems like the speculation is that at least Ryan Lochte might have had some reason to make something up. Uh, yes. His girlfriend was apparently in Rio, and he's out partying with his his buds. And maybe there was another girl involved, and so <laughs> so the possibility she, that that gets, happened. He Is gets back right? to the Olympic Village, and she's like, "Where have you been?" Well, we got uh, we got robbed, robbed. We, we got robbed, babe. I, I don't I don't know what happened. It was this guy put a gun to us. Oh, you better report that to the authorities. No, 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 no. we're fine. So, Jeffy, how do you get out of that when something like that happens? Oh, you leave the country and don't come back. I mean, that is seemingly what what they did. did. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to admit wrongdoing here, even if even if they did have it. But but that was smart to get the hell out of the country again. You know, as a person who doesn't give a crap about the Olympics and has Mm -hmm. no loyalty to whether if Lochte did something bad or if he did something bad, he should pay for it criminally. Yeah, I, I don't know what he did. But uh, if I don't did. know either. But they're, now they're saying that they urinated on the gas station they stopped at and vandalized it. Oh, so that might not be anything. But again, lying to authorities about a crime is usually a crime. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Brazilian yeah. law well enough to know. Uh, well, you can whether... darn sure bet the the way that most other countries feel about you, the United States, as we've seen by some of the fans in the stands booing some of the United States Olympians. Uh, I'm sure that uh, and others, I'm sure that will be treated fairly. I, I, I think uh, the Brazilians have been be super low class, super low class. The, the uh, they fans? have booed a lot of athletes for no reason that I can see. I mean, they booed a Canadian uh, medal winner the other night for I, I don't know for what. They're, they're, the Brazilian, you know, to it, your country. Yeah, the right, I'm, a, I'm a celebrity a, in Canada. I'm not a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they had a. Uh, I think the silver medal in the high jump was Canadian. Okay. The gold medal winner was the Brazilian. So the when the Canadian gets up on the stand, they boo him. Well, what is that? Why? See, that's one of the great things about being a the fan uh, of a Canadian sports team. Right. Is that you are almost completely free of being booed by the other fans. Yeah, that's true. And that is true in that literally true. every circumstance since the beginning of the time, except for right now in Texas, where I, they uh, keep right. assaulting each other. Um, uh, for whatever reason, bat flips and punches have, have occurred, and now all of a sudden mm. it's not okay to be a Blue Jays fan. But everywhere else, for all time, no one cares. You're a freaking Blue Who cares about the Blue Jays? That's been my, uh, unlike an Eagles fan, which I also am, um, and that, everyone hates you everywhere. Uh, but with the Blue Jays, I used to, it used to be such cl- easy sailing. Yeah, because yeah, no, nobody funny, cared. Funny that now everyone hates you just for the Blue Jays as well. Huh. Hmm. 
So. Huh. Now, are you, are, huh. Is there an additional point you're making in that mm-hmm. statement other than baseball? Just pointing out facts. Okay. Hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm right. interested in it as well in that mm-hmm. if they actually – because of the fact that this is obviously, uh, as the Olympics is, are nothing but a big, you know, commercial for your country, right? I mean, yeah, right. Um, yes. from the perspective of the of the nation, it's not. I mean, it's you know, sports are secondary to the country and the government. They they mm-hmm. want to win, obviously, but that's because they want to look good. Yeah. And when when the highest pri- uh, um, uh, profile people in the highest profile, arguably highest profile sport, from the highest profile country are saying they got arrested or robbed at gunpoint. That does not look good for you. Exactly. And they, so they sh- honestly, they should be held, ac- held accountable for this. Now, I don't know what Brazilian law is. My idea of being held accountable for this is probably a $500 fine. Um, so yeah. I, I don't think it's a huge deal. But, I mean, yeah. if they lied to authorities and said, hey, we got robbed and tried to screw these people, I mean, they should get a little bit of punishment for that. Well, yeah. yeah. Be, it, it, because, yes, you've wasted the time of the authorities. Yeah. You've uh, drawn negative publicity to the country. Mm-hmm. And you've done some harm there. Yeah, so, I, yeah, there should be a price paid. Now, I Jeffy, what it is. I would say, seems to be the type that's mm-hmm. like, get out of the country protect yourself at all costs you're a criminal so you're backing the criminal element well you know he's doing that oh my gosh <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah you don't even deny that right uh, I, mean, that was, <laughs> I mean why would you be stupid and stay you saw what happened to the two that stayed well no, there's three I, I think oh stayed. yeah three i'm sorry yeah and i honestly like i um don't fault you i think i would leave too uh, in this yeah. situation, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that you know. I, should he be held accountable? Yes, but get get it on your own terms. I mean, get get yeah. to the home ground, have your yes. attorneys, and fight out. Because once you're there, I mean, look at the guy from North Korea that stole a poster. I mean, right. I, I mean, it could get ugly in these foreign countries when they want to make an example out of you. Now, Brazil's um, a little bit different because it's not you know it's a, not North a country Korea. hostile to us. But uh, they did say the the USOC is involved, and so is the uh, American embassy. So they are trying to, you well, know, good. make sure that the athletes are going to be okay and that this is handled properly and that they don't wind up in some Brazilian dungeon somewhere. Well, I, I, don't know. I mean, I hope they don't. Maybe Brazil is holding up for a plane load of cash in the middle of the night. You never know. Maybe. I, I don't know what's going on, but it, I guess their stories have changed a little bit. Yeah. Here and there, they can't find the cab driver, right? They, they, have, they, they don't have, know the time it happened. They've actually witnessed some uh, videotape from the Olympic Village when they returned. And they, as the video appears to show them not appearing as if they had been robbed. They, 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 had, a, they, had, around, a package, they had a package, which they could have, you know. But uh, after you've been robbed at gunpoint, let's say the guy, like Lochte said, the guy had a gun to his head. At one point now, he just says the guy pointed it at him and cocked it. But let's say that happened to you. Chances are you probably, if they stole everything you have, you don't go shopping after that, right? Correct. <laughs> so, plus, have they canceled their credit cards? Have they, you know, uh, did they lose items? I haven't even heard that. I haven't even heard how much money they lost or right. nah. credit cards lost or any of those details. I mean, I, you know, could you, could you, Jeff, you've obviously... Uh, <laughs> scammed enough. Scammed enough people. I would assume that some of your victims really react negatively, and it, it's really bad, and they're crying, and they go home. <laughs> but there's probably a lot of people who are like, I can't believe they freaking robbed me. And then they move on with their lives. Like, I mean, if, you know, it's usually gunpoint sounds worse than it is, particularly if you're in the media and uh, are really scared of guns. So do you think you'd be back into party mode by the time you get back to the Olympic Village? I think you could be. Could be. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Maybe. necessarily. But, like, if you got into it, let's put it Maybe. in another perspective. You got into a fight 
right? Like, some people would get into a fight and, and it would be really yeah. ridiculous. Other people would be like, especially if they've already been drinking, yeah. you might just push through that and, and right. make it the You could. I mean, it could happen. It is not, it's not totally incriminating. It, yeah. It's suspicious, but yes. it's not yeah. totally incriminating. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how this winds up. I, my will. guess is they made up the story, and I hate that. I know. It sure feels like that. It does like feel that, that way. That. Yeah. <laughs> it does feel that way. Uh, and how do you think you're going to get away with that? I, I have don't no know. Idea. I don't know. Not in this day and age with all the surveillance everywhere. There's cameras everywhere, guys. Almost, Come on. I, I originally I thought that stupid. it was, was going to be out uh, trying to buy drugs, which it still could be. And which it could be drugs, uh, too. Along That's, with the girlfriend. The drugs and the girlfriend could go hand in hand, actually. Yeah. But I bet you, I love the uh, the scenario of the girlfriend saying, well, we need to report that then. And Nah, we're yeah. fine. We're oh, yeah, fine. yeah. Which is why they waited. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Did, did they not wait for a little while they to did. report it? Which means, you yes. know, hey, we're trying to say, trying to get her to don't worry about it. We'll right. Be fine. But she probably pushed it. Yeah. She probably pushed it. And you know, it's interesting because Lochte, after after London, everybody was talking about Lochte because he's such supposedly a player. Oh, okay. With with the babes, and and so and he plays that up. And but you would think now at 32 years old. The guy would have a little maturity, and he would understand how things work, and he would know if this isn't true, this isn't a good story to make up for your girlfriend and tell the world. <laughs> it's right. not. It's not a good way to go. No, Ryan, I not mean, a good way to go at 32 years old. What do you do in that situation, Jeffy? When you've got uh, one Sorry, option, in all seriousness, not in all seriousness, one option is you are uh, you're breaking the law. The other option is you're caught out with some girl. Mm-hmm. What What's the proper route? It's like, you know, do you run over the, the two school children on the left or do you run over uh, the, you know, f- four adults on the right? Which one do you do? Like, well, there's I, a, which you, one do you, you do? You never want to run over kids. Right. So which one do you do? You never want to run over kids to the left. Mm-hmm. So you run over the adults. I mean... Well, I'm not asking you about that's an example. I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) I guess what he's saying is you'd avoid it at all costs. That's kind of your answer. I mean, you just get the hell out of the country and let your lawyer deal with it, right? Yeah, you. I mean, he. If you can, I know it was scheduled for him to leave right after he was done with his event. Yes, but (laughs) I like how they they keep emphasizing that he was scheduled to leave, and they don't they don't have to. We don't announce that publicly. (laughs) He was scheduled to leave. I mean, in reality, doesn't it feel like okay? They went through this. He said it. Kind of hoped it would go away and it would be a nice excuse. Got picked up by the media. Yep. Then he realized they're going to catch me. I need to get the hell out of this country as soon as possible on the next jet. And yes. now it, people he was with who <laughs> either believed him or uh, thought they could get away with it are right. still there. And now they're uh, yes. being questioned. Yes. Or they didn't have the money to get the hell out of town like Lochte does. Yeah, I, right. I don't know. I The other three guys are not. I, I don't know that they get huge sponsorships. Lochte's on quite a bit of he's he's on a lot of spots. He's struggled quite a bit though. Has uh, he struggled? He's struggled quite a bit. Pat, I did notice that his net worth when I looked this up today, it's only three million dollars. <laughs> really? Net worth of just three million. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I don't I mean, know how shows, he makes, this, I mean I know Phelps shows what I know about that. I don't know. I've never even heard that. Phelps guy. net worth ninety eight point right. five million. Uh, that, Think of so that. What, somewhere between three and ninety eight is when I start hearing about Olympic athletes. Right. Because yeah. I have right. Lochte. Yeah. I mean I'm pro- I probably knew his name in two thousand twelve, but I, I, it doesn't seem even familiar yeah. to me. Yeah, that's amazing too, because everybody the overall thought of Olympians are no, they're in, they're in, their they're parents amateurs. are broke and have spent yeah. eighty thousand yeah. dollars a, a year. Lot of them are, I'm sure, and the parents um, probably are broke. And now the 
Now the kids are wildly wealthy, and they're like, yeah, hey, thanks See for swimming later. lessons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for swimming lessons. You're probably right. Damn children are like that. Yeah. Um, now, I am uh, entertaining a 19-second mm-hmm. investment in the Olympics tonight. Really? Yes, because I'm interested in the 200-meter. Oh, uh, I'm interested race. in it. Um, yeah. um, it is tonight, right? It, it is I, well, tonight? Jeffy said. No, we, Pat and I both thought that it was tonight, but I don't think it is. Okay. Uh, is I it am, tomorrow night? I'm Must intrigued be. enough because I want to see if Usain Bolt will set a you know a world record. That's I kind will. of I, actually oh, yes. last night he was less confident about he was totally confident about the gold, but he was less confident about the world world record. I mean because it's so, his world record. Yes, too, right? All right, so it's hard. Yes, to, so we'll see. Yeah. But I, I I think he's almost certainly going to win. I was watching him. I saw a little you know highlight of of him um, in this 200 meter heat. In which he seemingly is like stopping in the middle, like towards the end, just like joking with the guy next to him who's that trying was, to beat him. Isn't that something? I mean, he just doesn't. It's like so effortless. I know. He's not even trying. I know. He's literally, it seems like he's jogging at times. Yes, it does. I, mean, I don't even Especially think he's Especially at the it. end of the race. Yeah. The last few meters, he and that other guy from, I think, Canada. Yeah, it was Canada. They're just laughing at each other. Yeah. And he was like, it was more like he was like, are you really going to try to beat me? Is that what you yeah, tried? It was like that. Um, yeah. I, and I, I honestly think that he would probably have more. <clears throat> his world record would even be better. It does seem like he pretty consistently doesn't run through the finish line. Uh, because mm-hmm. when, it, as soon as he realizes he's won, he just kind of like eh, it turns it off. On the in the uh, qualification heats, he does that. Now for the actual final, he'll run through because he'll want to. You know, set whatever record he whatever can. Whatever world record he can. But yeah. he can set, you could set a world record in a qualifying heat. You could. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but they save they their save energy, energy usually you know. for the actual medal. Makes sense. Around. Makes sense. Triple eight seven two seven. Beck, more patents too. Coming up in a minute. Can we get more ice cream? Oh, please. Oh, the ice cream. Where's the ice cream? Because it doesn't well, taste how like... how tiny that is, It tastes like cotton candy. You can't taste it from that little thing. Maybe the next one will taste like cotton candy. Eat another one. Let's try it. You know, I, we give and we give and we give every freaking day. Every I mean, day, well, not Fridays. Day, well, okay, but every other day, except every, for Saturday, Friday, well, Saturday, Saturday, or Sunday. Um, but the majority of days, we give and we give hour we give. after hour after hour after. Well, just hour after hour, actually, because it's just the two for patents too. Right. Well, for this particular show, we give and give and give. And what do you do? Take. Oh, I'll tune in and, and pay. And take. Oh, and take. what a miracle. And then oh, we find out. out. Then we find out there's a uh, some kind of cheesy, incredible place that somebody just notified us. And we can't leave. Someone just tweeted me. Why? Uh, at why? Because we have to continue to give. At That's World why. of Stew and said, have you ever been here? <laughs> oh, I'll click on that link. That sounds like an interesting link to click. Mm-hmm. Oh, what does it bring up? The Dallas Grilled Cheese Company. Oh, good golly. Um, and the Dallas Grilled <laughs> Cheese Company apparently is in Dallas, uh, the me- metropolitan area we are in. Could we go there right now and eat grilled cheeses? No. Why? Because we, we continue to give. Hmm. That's why. That's why. Well, let me give you some <clears throat> examples of what we could be doing right now. I want okay. you to know what we could be doing right now. What could we be doing? Um... We could be eating the, like a grilled cheese I'm sandwich, gonna, I'm thinking. Somebody, you just got to hear these. <clears throat> these spicy so two pork and cheese 
grilled sourdough honey compound butter. Oh, man. Ham, bacon, Swiss cheddar, spicy jam. Seriously? <laughs> Is that legal? That's, that's legal. Texas, man. In Texas. Texas. Uh, the favorite, Parmesan-crusted grilled sourdough. Oh, that's a good Oh, come vibe. on now. Oh. Come on uh, now. American and Gruyere mm. cheeses, crumbled yes, bacon. I love Gruyere. Dijon that's mustard. so good. Mm. How about the barbecue short rib mac and grilled cheese? Yes, how about it? Grilled yes. white bread. Uh, one, 190 meats, sh- uh, smoked short rib, house-made barbecue sauce, <laughs> smoked Gouda, American, and mac and cheese on the sandwich. Now I that sounds really good. Uh, I mean, now let's see if I can find any other really crazy one in here. Uh, you've got um, this is well, you're looking. This is the Dallas Grilled Cheese Company. It's, it's in Dallas. No, I understand that, but it's called the Dallas Grilled it Cheese is, Company yes. because I just went to their website and it says uh, delivery. It does, but does I mean, it really? It does, but it's it's too. But far. do they They're keep it, do it? We should call them and see. Can I mean, you, let's can try. You, it, right? Can you keep it warm? While it gets here, or yeah, does but it I'm, get I'm picky sure they and, you know, Well, number crappy. one, first of all, grilled cheese is not going to survive a 30-minute drive well. I know. Number two, they're not offering a 30-minute radius to deliver grilled cheese for the restaurant, I'm sure. How do you know? I don't. I How don't. do you know they don't it deliver says, to the entire metroplex? delivery within 38 to 49 minutes. We're in that range. No, that means it's going to take 38 to 49 minutes to get it to you. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what? How about the fajita grilled cheese? Uh, grilled sourdough, grilled chicken, uh, sliced peppers, onions, cheddar, habanero, jack, and uh, house-made cilantro lime cream sauce. Oh, man. <laughs> Buffalo chicken, grilled sourdough, marinated chicken breast with Swiss and wing sauce. This uh, is crazy. This uh, is some guy who grew up loving, uh, like, grilled cheese. And just like... And then he went to culinary school or something. He went to the culinary yeah. institute. And he thought, hey, I'm going to do these right. And somewhere in between, he got really high. <laughs> yeah. So you don't um, be good, man. Then they also have some of the other stuff that looks great, too. Um, again, you know, some of the stuff is not uh, necessarily my style, but four cheese bacon mac and cheese uh, in a bowl. Uh, bacon wow. cheesy bites, oh, which is uh, really bread, butter, American cheese, drizzled this is, drizzled with sweet maple syrup oh, and yes. topped with savory bacon crumbles. Okay. Um, you've you got sold me on this Bacon place. pineapple lollipops, which is like a skewer of bacon... With brown sugar, maple syrup, and cinnamon-dusted grilled pineapple on the side. You got wings, pretzel-fried mozzarella, um, which is like a big block of, of fried moots. You got a bunch of soups uh, that look pretty good. You got a bunch of salads that actually look eh, not too bad either. And then four different kinds of uh, fry-type things. You've got waffle-cut um, uh, spicy fries, normal like thin fries, and like the, the, the homemade chips. Those type of things. Wow. Then the desserts. Wow. Desserts. Strawberry mascarpone. Okay. Um, you've got uh, uh, mm-hmm. strawberries, lemon mint, uh, cheese on grilled sugar-dusted brioche with vanilla icing. Oh, man. The um, Dallas grilled cheese bread pudding. Pecans. Mm-hmm. I know some people like pecans. Uh, cranberry cinnamon, vanilla, um, honey bourbon, uh, mascarpone. Uh, the sugar, uh, brown sugar caramel drizzle. And then the Elvis. This is the one I wanted to get to for you. Okay. Because um, we're all going to die, obviously, eating a sandwich, so this makes sense for us. Grilled brioche, peanut butter, cream cheese, honey, banana slices, marshmallows, hazelnut spread. That really sounds good. That seems like a, cr- a criminal but, act. But here we are, giving. Yeah, 
Yeah, what are we doing? We're here talking to you about the freaking Olympics. Wow. Hey, a guy took a flight that may have been a little earlier than he was supposed to. So what? Whoa. So where's our sandwich? So sue him. We have not even eaten on this show since the end of last hour. That's a good point. Those were little things of ice cream. That doesn't even count. <laughs> right. It's almost nothing. It's almost nothing. All right. Uh, we've got some hilarious photos of situations. So contrary, you won't believe they actually happened. Uh, since we're kind of doing nonsense, it, uh, to start with, let's yeah, just finish let's off this yeah. segment with some nonsense. From the Daily Mail, uh, again, hilarious photos of situations. So contrary, you won't believe they actually happened. Uh, new photos have emerged. Concerning a well-loved theme, situations which are delightfully contrary, <laughs> so it's hard to believe they weren't staged. And uh, here they are, like the nonstick fry pan with the uh, with the sign that you can't get off because it's stuck. <laughs> you know what? That, that is so contrary. You know what that is? I don't believe it even That's happened. That's a situation so contrary. You can't believe it happened. I just said I didn't believe it. I did not believe that it happened. Why, though? Because it's, it's so, so contrary. contrary? That's what I'm saying. It's okay. so contrary. All right. Uh, next We're up. on the same page there. Though. Okay, good, good. Uh, here's another one. So contrary that you can't believe. College of Architecture and Planning, and they couldn't fit the whole thing. I can't believe that happened because it's too contrary. I will say this. I believe that one was intentional. There's no way. They would just change the sign. They wouldn't leave. Right. They did that intentionally. Right. They did. That's not a so contrary. They had to do that intentionally. That's funny. Or that's photoshopped. I think it's I think it's real. It's just it's just they did it in for comedy. Yeah. They're, they're saying like, hey, you better come here or you'll do this. Right. You know, that's the. I, I do think it's kind of it's funny. It's an attention getter. I'll yeah, say that I would agree. Him. It's actually a good marketing tool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Can we up? see another situation we won't believe? Because it's so... Nothing is written in stone uh, except for that. Again, that's obvious. <laughs> I do believe it happened. Someone's being ironic. <laughs> these are just irony. These are not so contrary. <laughs> we won't yeah, believe they're happening. I mean, the, the, the non-stick pan, mm-hmm. obviously, that one, that I think, one falls was. in the category. Yes. But these last two don't. How right. about the next one? Come on. Let's it, see man. if the next one's irony or... On the road to success, there are no shortcuts, and he slammed into a bridge. <laughs> yes, that's a legitimate yeah, one. A, okay, that's, that's legi- so contrary. I can't believe it happened. <laughs> that's how I would put it. Would you say it exactly that way? I would. If you weren't on the radio, I mean. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. How many times yeah. have I said to you? Oh, oh I There's a situation on the way in. It was so contrary. You're not going to believe it happened. How many times have I said that to you? 8,400. 8,400. That's right. 8,400 times. Next up. Um... <laughs> Safety begins with you, and they slammed into a car. They weren't very safe. You know, they, they well, that's say, because, but they said it begins with you, not with them. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's a good point. Right? It's your so freaking that's fault. that's not that contrary, No, it's quite actually frankly. not. I believe that it's, happened. I do believe it happened. Because, <laughs> you know, not it's not like the car took the time to paint it on his, right. on his side of his vehicle. If it was painted on the car, I would say that's that contrary. was so contrary that I can't believe that happened. As it is, though. No, actually, if he put... Uh, yeah. It's not. Well, no, if he put it on his card, then it would be the... You're right. Okay. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> Next up is this one. Uh, prisoner transport. It's a Ford Escape. Okay. All right. Uh, that There's is, one. So I mean, what contrary. I would say about that is, is, is considerably contrary mm-hmm. that I... Probably enough to make me not believe that it happened. <laughs> you know, that's how I would... Would you put it that way? Oh, that's how I would put it, probably. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Next uh, up. Next, we have... Uh, be different, and they're all wearing the same <laughs> be different shirt. That's actually more than a, a, That's kind of funny. That's a very cultural thing. Everyone thinks, you know, everyone's like, uh, be your own person, and they're all wearing the same slogan. You know, it's like, no. 
That's funny. But I mean, that's marketing, right? I mean, yes. It, there's this tough guy thing that started, I would say, in the '90s, kind of with like the uh, the just do it sort of attitude, where like everyone comes up with a short, self empowering slogan uh, that's supposed to highlight your individuality, and in the end, everyone's do everyone's wearing it, so there's no individuality at at all. Right. So that one kind of works for that. Right. Um, and next up is this one. No feeding. And, uh, <laughs> and the beavers the eating beavers the sign. Now, eating that the, sign is no not actually sign. intended for beavers. They don't speak English, so they, they don't read it. So it's really not that contrary at all. It's just that the beaver doesn't understand the language. Um, so so it's actually kind of insulting to beavers. Uh, you're calling the beaver stupid. Right. Though. What you're saying is, oh, the beaver sees the sign and does it anyway. No. <laughs> The beaver. Are you assuming the beaver can't read? Right. It's just you're trying to talk trash to okay. beavers when the beaver is actually there doing what it becomes natural to him without the knowledge of the language to understand the directive. So that's a little unfair, to be honest. It is. It's unfair to beavers. Unfair. I think all beavers. Yeah. I mean, you it's know? not just. I mean, yes, this one beaver is the victim of this, but really, you're calling out all beavers as idiots, and it's not true. At least I'm assuming it's not. I don't know. I don't know all beavers. I haven't met that many. More patents do come up in a minute. <laughs> How many have you met? A few beavers. I've met a few. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Seven two seven back is Pat and Stu. Yesterday we uh, we told you about uh, a fourth type of Olympic medal uh, and and people who win it uh, because you know gold, silver, and bronze obviously get all the glory and um, that's what everybody wants to earn. But there's another one that's even harder to come by: uh, the Pierre de Coubertin medal. It's named after the founder of the modern Olympics and it's given to athletes and people within the sporting industry who epitomize good sportsmanship. Oh. Isn't that wonderful? What a great medal that would be to get. Nobody yeah. wants this medal. No. Nobody wants no. it. <laughs> You've just won the uh, Pierre de Coubertin medal. Mm-hmm. And that is it's on nobody. for good sportsmanship. You're oh, a good sport. It's on nobody's resume. You're not a winner. No. But you're a you're good not. sport. Um, yeah, 2004 Summer Games in Athens, a Brazilian runner <laughs> uh, was leading the men's marathon with just four <clears throat> miles to go. Then it happened. A, well, oh, no. What? A what defrocked Irish. And then this happened. you got to click before <laughs> I finish the story. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, a defrocked Irish priest jumped out of the crowd and detained. Uh, Dele- the, our runner was Delima was the last name for seven seconds though the delay was brief it may have cost the athlete a higher finishing spot he missed the gold by more than a minute and a silver by more than 40 seconds but it's hard to say how he would have performed in the last few miles had his concentration not been interrupted the IOC refused to change the result of the race but they did give the Brazilian runner um, the medal uh, in addition to his bronze so he got the bronze and he got this crappy medal okay <laughs> What you're now saying is All crappy. Right. That's, well, that's yes. what we do here. Yes. We, ruin, we ruin the nice moments <laughs> yes. of your life. That's what the show does. Because it should be a nice medal, It right? should be great, I mean, but it, we are ruining it's it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Luz, Luz Long in 1936, he was a German long jumper. He gave, uh, this is kind of cool, gave American Jesse Owens a tip about where to start 
after the American athlete had failed two qualifying jumps. I've heard this story before. Yeah, yeah and great. it's it's in the movie. Uh, I think the movie's called Jesse. Right? Have you have you seen that yet? Jesse or Race? Oh, it's no. It's called. The you're race. right. It's yeah. called Race. It's called Race. Have you seen? Race? Yes, I did. I saw it. I was actually a really good movie. I liked yeah, it. You know, I, you didn't I, like I was it? not with you on that. I, I, really? I um, I it's one it. of my favorite stories of like all time. Like I love the story. It's a great story. Um, and you know the fact that he, and of course, as you know, on this program we obsess <laughs> about. Uh, <laughs> Uh, how horrible the Nazis were often. Right. Um, and so I like the Nazi history and like and looking how horrible they were and all the things that they did. And I love when people stand up to them. Their stories are fantastic. So I love the Jesse Owens story. I thought the mm. movie had a little bit of a made-for-TV feel to it, as a lot of these movies are right now. The other one I would put in the same category is the um, uh, Crossing the Color Barrier story. Uh, what was the name of that? Anyone remember baseball? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was 42. 42. Thank you. 42 was the same vibe. It was just like it felt like I could have watched it on ABC on like a Friday night. Yeah. It wasn't Lifetime bad, though. No, no, no. It's my... It's it's like in between. It's in between. Like yeah. a t- it's not even. It's not even ABC bad. It's like in between ABC and a regular movie to me. Right. It didn't have any, like yeah. any grit or anything. That's true. I don't know what. There's but some. There's some. I don't know if it's the director. I still enjoyed or, it though because I love the movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I love, love the, the story. story. Yes, and I'm with you. So and, I. You know, I liked it. I just wanted to love it, and I didn't. Right. I didn't. Yeah. It, it, you, yeah. It, it, I it, guess I, I can understand. You that. say that, and I think you know what? That's right. It's almost. Too, it was almost too feel good. And, and it's, yeah. a, it's an incredible feel-good story, but like, there's something about the way it was presented. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. There's like, there, and it's a, it's almost like a director. It's like, it's like if, if the person who does ABC, um, you know, uh, Friday Night at the Movies, um, got a big Hollywood budget and tried to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. it's better than those movies, but it's like it's it's not better because it's better because there's a better budget and better actors and, right. and and things like that. But it's I don't know there wasn't I didn't love it, but I do the story's incredible, and so I guess the but the, the uh, it was portrayed in that movie. It was yeah. Luz Long was a a really good German jumper. He wasn't just a German jumper. He was the guy expected to win gold, and so he had done a couple of good jumps already, and and Jesse Owens kept defaulting. He kept faulting with his foot. And so the guy, uh, as Jesse said, he helped me measure a foot back off the takeoff board. And then I came down and hit right between those two marks. Therefore, I qualified. And that led to the victory in in running the broad jump. Now, you're saying you qualified, Pat? No, this um, that was a oh, Jesse Owens quote. Owen's quote. It was a quote. Uh, okay. Unquote. I wasn't sure. Un- unquote. Okay. I thought you were saying um, you. No. The way you said it. Uh, kind of... Of course. Well, of course you didn't qualify in this particular job. Okay, so you qualified at a different Olympics. Is what yes. You're okay. Yes. Right. It was after 1936. <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> uh, Long was then later killed in action during World War II and was posthumously awarded the Sportsmanship Medal for his act, although many believe the story was completely so, made up. But uh, it was portrayed in the movie, it's portrayed here, it must be true. I mean, this guy, this <laughs> guy had to die were. before he got the stupid award. I know. Wait, but one of, the, one of the sources was a, a Hollywood movie. The other one actually is pointing out that a lot of people think it's fake. <laughs> That's, I don't think that counts as two yet, sources. This is the second source right here. <laughs> And uh, Shaul Ladani, uh, 2007, uh-huh. uh, self-trained Israeli race walker. Is race walking in the Olympics? Yes. What a dumb sport that is. Again, that counts as much as the as the as the basketball gold medal. The the race walk. <laughs> One event in race walking is the same as the basketball gold medal. That's yes. a little stupid, isn't it? It's, yeah, and so is badminton. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Let's let's be honest. Whoa. That's, that's a game you play in the backyard. That's not, not a sport. Mess- 
It's not a sport. My man Wee from uh, Malaysia is going for the gold. For Your the man, man, man Wee is going for the gold really? from Malaysia. Fired up about that. And fired up about that. Okay. Uh, uh, the race walker had never medaled uh, in the Olympics, but his perseverance and character counted for a lot more. Uh, not more, but they got this crappy medal on the side. Right. Um, uh, but this one is actually a really uh, dramatic story in that they right. were a, a, a Holocaust uh, survivor. Uh, and as an eight-year-old, they survived the uh, uh, concentration camp. Um, and they also survived the massacre at the 1972 Olympics. So just go living through oh those. You, get, you should be able to get any medal you want after that. Holy crap. Um, even though uh, one newspaper report listed him as a fatality. Uh, perhaps it was his brushes with death that spurred uh, him to achieve this much. Um, wow. In addition to his impressive athletic feats, um, he spoke nine languages, mm. holds eight patents, has written more than 100 scholarly papers, a dozen books, a and he's a professor of industrial engineering. That makes me feel really unaccomplished. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, but you're and he got the medal in 2007. So he got the medal, too. Mm -hmm. And he deserves it. Was he uh, alive when he got the medal, I hope? I don't or know. was this posthumous? Pat, I don't know. Uh, there's been some examples this time, too, and I think we talked about them a little bit yesterday. They had the, the two runners uh, in that one race that yes. s slammed into each other. Yes, yes. In, in fact, yeah, I saw the highlight of that. One of the, did you see that? Yeah, I did want to see It was a really it. nice and moment. She, they were really having trouble moving. Yeah, they were. They, 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 they were. She slammed into our American girl, and they both went down really hard. And when the American girl got up, she went back to see if the other girl was okay and help her up rather than keep going. And when she was helping her up, I think she injured herself worse, hurt her knee, and then yeah. she couldn't walk. And then they both helped each other to the finish line. At that point, though, I mean, cool. if, you, if you crash like that and you think, I'm either going to go for the finish line right. or I can it's try smart. out for that stupid award. And you go back you for, go the for the stupid fourth medal. place award. Yeah. yeah, for the fourth place award at that point. And maybe they'll get it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, from that. Maybe. Right? You know? Maybe. I don't know. It's not a huge deal. I, you know, not really. I don't know. I mean, because the thing is, you're out of the race. I don't care how fast you are. If you're in the Olympics, you're not catching up after they're a quarter of a lap ahead of you. I know, no. but they really tried to finish. They wanted to finish. Right, exactly. And so it's a nice story. But like, there was no benefit in them continuing to run without helping the other person up. It's over. True. Um, right. So, again, we're ruining Which is why nice it was moment. such a beautiful thing that they helped. Which is no. why they should get the medal. No, it's not. A, what I'm saying is it's not a beautiful thing because it, it was in their best interest to help. You know, there's no there's no benefit to go forward at that point. They already lost. What I'm saying is these people are selfish and should be punished. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> should be punished. I don't, I don't know why. Do you think like prison? Or? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. You All know right. what? Free lock D and, let, and punish okay. them. Thank you. Oh, what? Somebody can't lie about a robbery, but these guys can try to sneak their way out of a medal? Yeah. Yeah. No. Sneak Bastards. their way out of a medal? Bastards. I don't even know what any of this means. We just try to ruin your moments here. Uh, yeah. And, and I think show. we do a pretty good job of that. We do. We do. Uh, let's take a break. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. On the other side, I wanna, we should talk a little bit about uh, Ben Shapiro's article okay. about the guy he used to work with. Maybe you can get that quote again from Dana as well uh, on Steve Bannon. We also have some other stuff. We'll get to it in just a second. Sharing with us, so we don't have to talk anymore. Da -da 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 -da. 
So congratulations to Target uh, mm. for uh, your uh, stocks are tumbling 6.4% as sales drop. Earnings fell 9.7%. Good. $680 million and lowered its sales Ruby. estimate for the rest of the year. Are you kidding? They now, lost $680 million? Well, earnings, earnings fell 9.7% oh, to $680 million. Oh, okay. They didn't. All right. So, I so mean, they may have lost more than However... Are, are people attributing this to the well, bathroom policy now? People are definitely we're... attributing it to them. They obviously are saying uh, it's a difficult retail environment. Oh, okay. Uh, is it? Is it? Is it? Huh. Uh, but they are busy, uh, you know, trying well, to... Is, it? Uh, is it? I mean, is it? A difficult retail environment? Yeah. I don't I mean, know. I, know yeah, that it, I don't know, actually, honestly. I, I believe that it probably is yeah, overall I, I for mean, everyone. Is everybody thing. else down as much as Target is? Or, yeah, or are they down maybe a little bit more? I'm going to see if I can look. I, last time I checked this, Target was down, but also Walmart and Sam's Club. and uh, No, Stu, no. It doesn't <laughs> matter. This is about the bathrooms at right. Target. Thank this you. is people winning. Yes. Okay, this is people saying, no, we're not going to shop at right. Target. I'm not going to do it anymore. The damn bathroom thing worked out. Right. If you're a man, go in the men's. If you're a woman, go in the woman's. Thank you. Final. So when would you say this is it's a fair start? When, when did this bathroom thing happen with Target? Do you remember? Does it have a date on there? Uh, when, did their down, when did their downturn start? Uh, the, it happened at the same time. Self-same time. What? They ha- when, when the uh, bathroom thing began, that's when the downturn started. Oh, wait, but I, don't, I have a, You don't know when that date. Yeah, well, no, whatever the date exactly was. Exactly that date. That day. <laughs> Do you have any idea? Was it, how long is I it? Don't. Six months I ago? I don't. I, that yeah. sounds about right. Six yeah. months. Yeah. Which, that does sound about right. A year? Maybe. Yeah. A year. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I will say no, that uh, Target has underperformed Walmart in this period. Good. Okay. Yeah. Um, pretty significantly. Good. Um, and they pretty much, uh, you know, they... So it looks like it might have an impact. Let's, I mean, but that's only two. What are some other... Uh, Kohl's? Let's see what Kohl's did. All right. Uh, Kohl's Corporation. Uh, add... Kohl's. And I will say that uh, they're they're really restructuring Target's plan. I mean, they sold all their Canada stores, laying off. Uh, you know, they closed, shut down 133 stores in Canada uh, last year, and they sold their uh, pharmacy business this year. Oh yeah, to uh, CVS. CVS, which you know, right? For right. So I mean, they're. But if they sold their pharmacy business. Perhaps that's the reason why their sales are down. When that your mm. revenue might drop. Well, I think that just started though, right? Okay. They sold, yeah, um, so yeah. I'm looking at Kohl's. Looks like it's right in line with Target. Uh, really? They're down just as much? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. It's it's a couple percent away. Target's okay. a little bit so lower. Walmart has just done really well. It looks like. Mm. Um, give me. Uh, uh, what's another one? Uh, Sam's Club. Is that? Uh, or no, that's Walmart. Um, what's uh, mm. Costco? Mm-hmm. Costco. Is that a fair? I, mean, I guess. You know, Pennies. Um, yeah. Uh, Costco. Let's see. Costco wholesale. Nasdaq. And uh, Costco is also up by Walmart. So I mean, it's a mm. mixed bag. I mean, it may have had. Might have had an impact. An impact. It might have. I hope it did. I hope it did. I hope people are finally taking a stand. You know, over something we believe in. The strange. We never do. 
No, it's true. Um, and again, there was other choices. Although I don't know that any of the other choices have different policies. They just, I guess, haven't outwardly. Well, I bet said you they, it. Yeah, I'm sure they probably haven't outwardly said well, it. Well, Target made a big deal. They, made yes, a big they deal did, it. and they made and it they seem doubled like you were down. And yeah, and, and they, they did. doubled down with it. And yes. now, along with her, the uh, spokesman here, uh, in this last report, twenty million dollar investment. Uh, into a change in Target's transgender bathroom policy, which allows people to use the restroom or fitting room. They're uh, making it so that uh, they're single stalls. Single uh, private one, stalls. I mean, first of all, as you know, I'm single a huge fan stalls? of stalls. Yes. I'm a huge fan of uh, private bathrooms. And I think that's Me too. how they should be. Um, however, uh, I don't. Um, I, I don't know if I mean a twenty million dollar investment. That might, you know, that's going to hurt your stock price. I mean, you're, you're investing twenty million dollars in uh, to, to justify some ridiculous transgendered bathroom policy. I mean, that's not a good investment. No. By the way, I mean, I, I've been to uh, tar- been in Target a million times. Uh, have been to the bathroom some of those times. Mm. Rarely do I even see anybody else in there. Like, I mean, they could just close off the mm-hmm. current bathrooms and and just say that they're one person at a time, and probably wouldn't make that much of a difference. It that'd be a better policy though than yeah, what yes, they announced. Yes, yes, it was, it's stupid. It's just a feel good. Hey, everyone, make sure you like us because we're progressive policy, that's, and that's, that's why people that's, more than anything else because that's what it was. look at, at the core of this issue is an issue that doesn't actually affect ninety nine point nine percent of us. Um, because most there's a very few transgendered people mm-hmm. in the United States, mm-hmm. uh, and very you want to talk about a rarity would be the time you're in a bathroom with one of them. I, I mean, it's extraordinarily rare that this would happen to anyone's life. However, uh, it's a policy decision, and it's more about the stance than even the effects of the policy. It's not even about mm-hmm. uh, hey, I might be a woman I might be in the bathroom with a man because I mean the chances of it are extraordinarily rare. If you were to right. say if they were to announce a policy, be like, look. We know some people are uh, uncomfortable. What we've decided to do is if there is a transgender person who feels uncomfortable with this going to their, their uh, birth bathroom, for lack of a better term, we will, uh, they can come talk to a manager, and they can either go into a private bathroom or they can go into that bathroom and someone will watch the door for the three minutes they're in there. Right. That is a legit, okay, fine. There's a, it's yeah. such a small problem. I'll it give is. you that. But you that, know, we have the, there's a story of but, the lady here in Texas to talking about her kindergartner. Uh, that she's fighting the school because her kindergartner, who is a, a, a boy, but believes that he is a she yep. and is a girl, mm-hmm. uh, she went to the school and said, you know, she needs to use the girls' bathroom. And the principal's like, well, it's a kindergarten class. They're, they all used, they're all in one enclosed little room and they use the same bathroom. So it's no big deal. And if they do go out and about, there's the uh, nurse's station. No, that's not good enough. Right. Exactly, That's because not it is so not about solving the oh problem for these individuals. It's about making some giant public statement, statement on Target's behalf and on the activist's behalf. They want to make you bend to their will right. instead of actually solving the issue. It's right. not about the problem. Right. And it never is. It never is. It's always about, it's just like Black Lives Matter. Oh, well, we want, what we want is communism. That's not Black Lives. What does that have to do with Black Lives Mattering? You think black lives did well in communism? No. No. They don't. No, no. No, no. they don't. And... And, and the thing that pissed me off, maybe most of all, is that our point was not even about transgendered people right. necessarily because there's so few of them, you never even run into them. Our point was you've now opened it up to heterosexual perverts who could be going in claiming to be transgendered 
and just ogle women or little girls or whatever the case may be, right? right? And again, it's not going to happen every that, day, but it does. That was the overarching right, yes. point we were trying to make was that you've just opened this up for pervs, of which there are many more than yes. transgendered. How are you showing Pat uh, on the screen right now? And not... And not... Do you listen to the go. topic at hand? The overarching <laughs> perv right there. No, <laughs> no, is, no denial there, you'll notice. They can't stop you. That's the point. I mean, right. it, prior to this, someone could say, hey, yes. hey get what out are you doing in here? Bathroom. Get out. Right. Now, and it's like, how dare you question me? Now, it's their policy right. not to question. Yeah. Well, what kind of asinine? That's just asinine. You're just asking for trouble at that point. And my kids said, my my kids have told me there's there's stuff all over the YouTube on that stuff about guys coming in. Oh yeah, oh, yeah to yeah. girls' bathrooms. Yep. I, so I don't know if they're doing it as a joke. I they think are. there and, is a lot of people now who are now saying, as a statement, I'm going yes, to say yeah, I'm they, the other gender. And they go and in and they, 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 uh, they, they Facebook live themselves going in Crazy. saying, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, but it's just it's it's a stupid policy because you're just trying to make some important statements.